Alex from the future here. <laughs> Ooh, the future. Anyway, I got back into Dad's office after I was kicked out again. And, yeah, so you don't know that yet. But you will if you actually watch this show. No, it's oh, it, not in the show. Wait. The kicking you out part isn't there. Listen to this. Sh- no, no, you're including it. No. Yes, you are. Oh, it's already no, gone. No, no, no. Um, you will hear me get kicked out twice, but I have returned no, no. for the fu- from the future to um tell you that Dad wants to explain how there's an annoying echoing that I don't think is annoying from Yvonne when he talks because of a setting he messed up. But he says he won't mess it up again. And he also says he won't quack out the swear words. Right. And- anyway, a- anyway, this is the message. <laughs> and please stop listening to this show. Except for the parts where I get kicked out that daddy's going to re-add. No. You are re-adding them. <laughs> And subscribe to my YouTube channel, Alex Amzala. A L E X M X E L A dot com dot well period C O M Alexamzala dot com. Go to Alexamzala dot com for good content. And uh, I could have fixed the echo, but it was going to take too long, so I'm not going to. And Dad's lazy, so... Yeah. Anyway, this is the message, the two-minute message. Um, it is a disclaimer and spoilers for what Dad is going to re-add into the podcast. Uh-huh. You are re-adding into the podcast whether you like it or not. Do-do-do! No, I forgot that you're not calling me on Skype, so I was just sitting here. <laughs> you know, and then, you know, I clicked on the thing, and then by default, it tries to open Safari, and then it tells me, well, this is a browser is not support. I'm like, oh, for the love of God, fucking. So I got to copy like, right the, click, link, copy open, the link, open, copy the fucking link. Yeah, 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 all this shit. Oh, screw you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fucking. Okay, okay, Yvonne. Alex. Fucking swearing. Stop or go downstairs. Fucking. Jesus Christ. Okay, um. So, let's see. We, uh, usual plan is the butt first and then two, two segments. Alex. We have, we have started now. That is, um, distracting. Yes, we're. Oh. I am recording, the and even if I wasn't, I'm trying to figure stuff out with Yvonne now. So, shh. Sh- or, go d- or go downstairs, at, at, even though nobody else is home yet. Wing tape! Stop messing with the tape. Okay. My tape, not uh, your tape. But first, and then two things. What do you want the two things to be, Yvonne? One of the things is entomophobology. Shush, shush. Uh. I'll, 
how of toast of toast and how children under 15 years of age need to stay in school between the hours of 7 a.m. and 10 p.m. every day. That's yeah. one subject. I, you know, I've heard boarding school is making a comeback. Boarding school is is a great alternative. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, I know that that's <laughs> that's a that's a that's a thing. We have a boarding school right near my house. Yeah. 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 It's amazing. <laughs> Dude, I, I could walk into the rooms that. and I'm like, wait, what did I? What was I looking for? Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Insectology of toast. Okay, so that's a plan, and we'll try to. Dude, dude, I know we haven't started yet, but you're making it difficult to pre-start. Okay, whatever pre-start means. Okay. Um. Okay, and then let's try to keep each of these three things to half hour, reasonable, and then we'll fail, but we'll be between half uh, between ninety minutes and two hours. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> okay, and I've got. Uh, the intros and everything all lined up, the breaks all set up to go. Um, and remember, I will mute you. Like last time, the one place I forgot to mute everybody was the intro. So you could hear us breathing during the intro. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, so I will I will mute everybody. Uh, right. But when you mute everybody, I have to unmute myself. Yes, because I can mute correct? you, but I can't but you unmute. can't, right. Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah. I got to remember that, yeah, because that last time that caught me. <laughs> okay, better. Okay, you know, yeah, right. no, I, usable. I, I, yeah. I can use it if you'd like. I, it, you can yes. hear you yelling at me in the background. <laughs> oh, that works. <laughs> Whatever. Well, it's kind of part okay. of the charm. Okay, hold on. Let me. <laughs> Jesus. What is he? The Joker from like the? <laughs> oh no, no. Hold on, hold on. Alex, stop. You are interrupting. Stop. Right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Alex, I, well, I, I have to get it loaded into the Alex. Oh, Alex, yeah. You have to get it. Loaded I don't care if we're not recording yet. If you're doing that, you have to leave. Why? Because it's distracting. Okay. I need Alex. Shush. Shush. Alex. Stop it. Oh, are you stop it or go? Uh, how do I do this from Alex? You know very well. Stop. You are being unclear. Alex, I, my patience is running out. I will make you go downstairs. You're out. I Dude, have to give you more. no, stop. Okay. Stop. No, stop. What's happening? That's better. I expect no. complete silence. Stop. Silence. I know I can't be silent. Alex, oh, now. God. Why? Okay. Why are you so mean? <laughs> Dude. Okay. Okay, I'm stopping. I'm stopping. I'm stopping. I won't do it anymore. <laughs> you are doing it right now. Okay, I'm stopping. Oh. Alex? The whole Alex? I have to stop the whole show. Yes, for the whole show. Can I make comments no. on the toast and no, you, bit? No, you, you have used up your interruptions before we've even started. Okay. How many interruptions did okay. I have? Okay, uh, just go downstairs. We're okay, done. Fine, we're, I'm stopping. No, we're done. I'm stopping for real. We're, we're done. Too late. Too just late. Just keep my mouth shut. No. Don't. That doesn't work. Too, and, no. 
and your no. keyboard and mouse are loud anyway. No, so I need to edit video. Um, I, I will. I will start you something. Up. I will start you something downstairs. We're done here. Mom will. Mom will probably be home before I get done anyway. Come on. Yeah, I want to edit into it. No, you've lost that chance. No, Come on. I'm sorry. No, no. Stop. I don't care. Give me one last chance. No. One last chance. You, you've had your chances already. We're out. Come on. Come on. I didn't mean to extract your since eyeball. You, since you injured no, me, no. can come I on. stay? Come on. Now! Come stop on. Now. Now. I'm done. I asked you to stop multiple times. You didn't stop. I'm done. Come on. I know you were just having fun, but... Come on. Come on. No. I will... Right now, I will start your video. Let me back in later. No, well, after the talk. No. Last attempt. Okay, Every, all the other things are taken care of. Here we go. Welcome to Curmudgeon's Corner for Friday, January 28th, 2022. It is just before 3.30 UTC. And did I say my name? I'm Samuel Minter. Yvonne Bo is here. Uh, it's Curmudgeon's Corner. I'm repeating myself. I'm all uh, I'm all uh, flustered. Yvonne, how are you? Unmute yourself. Yvonne. Hi, I'm here. <laughs> Jesus, this new technology is pain in my ass. <laughs> anyway, I keep forgetting uh, now. Now I have to unmute myself as we start, which I did not have to do before. So, I, yeah, sorry. I know it's very, very confusing. Um, oh. Our plan: uh, we have a but first, like we always do, and then our two main segments are just going to be international and domestic. Because international, we've got the whole Ukraine situation. We've got. Uh, Boris Johnson doing fun things in the UK. And domestically, we've got the SCOTUS thing. We've got the economy. We've got people trying to ban books from school. We've got all kinds of stuff. And uh, yeah, so that's the plan. So, but first, but first, do you have something for but first this week, Yvonne? Uh, do I have something for but first butter first uh, uh well there are a couple of things maybe number one is that i i still even today uh, uh I, it's been 14 days i tested positive i still do test positive for COVID. now with the home test they... still still yes, positive yes. in the home test so this is yes, not correct. the pcrs that are known for giving positives for like a month right 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 now this how long have you test. been have you have you stopped having symptoms? If so, how long have you stopped having symptoms? It's been like 10 days. I mean, other than feeling tired, which, I, it, which look, there's always like some lingering stuff, but like really like, uh, uh, and, and I actually, the last couple of days, I haven't even felt tired at all. Uh, there was just some go coming and going of feeling tired, but, uh, but you know anything that is like a cough, sneezing, any any of those symptoms, those have been gone for over ten days. Um, you know, at this point, all the guidance basically said that there, I am not contagious. 
So uh, I, I, I have waited like two weeks. So on Saturday, I basically plan to resume some more normal activities using the usual precautions. I have definitely uh, gotten, because I had been using surgical masks uh, pretty much all throughout the pandemic. They had worked fine, but, you know, we got recent guidance from the CDC said, you know, with Omicron, listen, we got to step up the mask game. It's just not. It's just not working with what we were doing before. Uh, because surgical masks were pretty well and fine during other waves. So I, I got some N95s right now that I'm I've started using. Um, just being around the house, we we, we had uh, some people that had to come over, and that was like these days. Not you know, I waited until past the ten days before I, anybody to come here. So. So I don't know. I'm fine. I mean, it's just, you know, like right now, it's just, uh, I do still, I, I am still there. So that's, uh, so that's one thing, uh, that's going on. What the hell else is, uh, going on? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I still haven't been able to get my washing machine fixed. And I'll <laughs> so, tell you something. Yeah. Okay. That, that is a pain in the ass not to have a washing machine you know um it, it, i i we take so for granted the convenience of having the washing machine i i realized i'll go back like when we lived say in a a, a dormitory or even i remember living in an apartment that uh didn't have a washing machine inside having to go down to a damn laundry room put the load in go back get it whatever you know i never lived in an apartment like i mean i did had the dorms where the washer was in the basement or whatever same place you were at you know we shared that but like once i had like apartments i feel like it was the apartment we were at together like on different floors that did that have a laundry room or did we have yeah that have a lot no 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 that had a laundry room yeah okay well that's the last time that must have been the last time I did that because after that it was like a requirement for anywhere I lived. I wouldn't even consider an apartment that did not have. Oh, an I'm pretty unit. sure that after I have not lived with without that in um, since then. Uh, well, let me see. Wait, no, no, I take that back. Uh, I did live uh, one one year when I went back to Purdue afterwards. I lived in a graduate dorm for one year, and mm-hmm. I had to go back to using those damn laundry rooms. Now I will say that um well this even started at uh at Carnegie Bell that I I I got uh pretty lazy well <laughs> I'm not going to say that lazy okay but I I I basically I did do still a lot of, I I always wash my stuff what I mean by lazy is it's not that I w- went and like wearing dirty stuff is that I started relying more on taking more shit to the cleaners I'm just mm. like the f- fuck with this. I'm just you know, um, and so I was sending. I know at at when I was at Purdue, whatever. I was just sending more stuff to the to the cleaners. Okay. Well, I know r- uh, right now. Like I, I'm looking at. Um, you know, I I have not actually pulled the trigger on even trying this, but like with 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 my wife in Olympia all the time I, and she usually did the laundry uh because like I'm not allowed cuz no, I do no, it wrong. No, no, you're you're yes, you're not allowed. Thank you, thank God. <laughs> you know, but I'm looking at there's there's a local service 
that will like pick Listen. up bags of laundry yeah, yeah, from yeah, your yeah, porch yeah. and bring yeah, it back. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm looking at what the prices Listen. are, you know? Well, let me tell you something about that, okay? Because yeah. I, I tell my wife, listen, the best option is let me just uh, take the stuff to my mom's house. And okay. Just, I could just drop it off outside. And uh, they, they, she could, you know, she said she would wash it and fold it and whatever, and we can bring it back. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, and so, uh, but at first, without I knowing, she took one load of stuff to this place, to this cleaners that said, oh, we do wash and fold, whatever, whatnot. Right, right. And one, they screwed it all up. No, no, no. They did a great job. It That's was just expensive. The problem. Listen, expensive is not enough of a word. It was over $200. <laughs> for like one bag? For, for one, yes. Okay. They charged like the by the pound. It was $6 a pound. Okay. So, so, so how many pounds is that? It, it was, no, it was more than one bag. Okay. Uh, but, but it, it was a lot of laundry, but still it was $200. Dude, at this rate. It, yeah, I, that's I too much. They're not going to come in to fix, I, I might as well have bought a new washing machine at this rate. Or, 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 just, if I, or just buy a new shirt every time it gets dirty. Almost <laughs> at that rate, at, at, at $200 a, 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 a sitting, yes. At least some new shirts, okay? Not some <laughs> of them, but I mean, it was just I was like, no, don't do not, please. Um, so right now, I'm going to take another load uh, this weekend. They're supposed to come next Tuesday uh, to repair it. Um, but it, 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 this has been just—it's a—it's an inconvenience, I, I, I will say, um, that I hadn't lived through in a in a long time. But 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 back then, but uh, you know, the cleaners. My strategy was, I basically took all like the shirts uh, and pants, okay, uh, over there, not jeans, and so therefore, so I. I put all of that to take to the cleaners and then, you know, anything else that was like t-shirts, jeans, whatever, whatnot, then I would just, you know, underwear, whatever I would do at, uh, at, at where I was living. It was just the fastest way to just take care of the stuff. And usually the thing is that most of those laundries, the, the, the rate for like, uh, shirts, button shirts, it's like $2 a shirt. It's not too bad. Okay. So you take like, you know, 10 shirts, you know, you wear that over two weeks, right? Because you wore some t-shirt, but stuff and whatever, it's 20, 20 some odd bucks. And then you add a couple of pants. So basically the laundry didn't come out to be that bad. It was like 40 some odd bucks, maybe bucks. And I'm like, for two weeks, I'm like, the hell with this. It's fine. You know, I'll, I'll freaking get that done. But I don't listen, just, I'm telling you, wash it full at $6. A, I, I, I mean, I'm assuming, so I don't know how many damn pounds it was two hundred dollars. I mean, holy shit! I mean, it was it was a lot. I, I would just say that it's I'm not not doing that again. So so I'm dealing with that. Um, you know, it, it's just one of these one of these things. So let me see how many pounds of laundry do we have? Thirty three pounds. Man, that's a lot of laundry. Jesus, we definitely are going to th getting too many clothes dirty. That's yeah. For sure. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I just know like. 
I, I just know that we some something. I don't know. Laundry is annoying. I don't like it. It needs to like go away. It needs to be put away automatically too. They need to have like a robot to do that or something. Well, it's that's just what like, my wife wants. Definitely, she has been on the pro. I need a robot for this. Okay, and she will gladly like just just uh you know be on the side of like g- getting a robot for sure. If that's if if that can happen. I, I guarantee you that. Um, you know, there was a thing. I, I can't remember where the hell. There's an LG little thing that they, it supposedly like folds and like presses your clothes in this closet. It costs like $2,000. I saw this okay. little LG okay. appliance. But I, I, I it, it didn't seem, all the reviews said that it didn't really do a great job. I actually thought about it when I saw it. And I'm like, well, it just said you put the clothes in there and it does something, whatever. Then everything is like, voila. But of course it's not put away by itself. Yeah. I mean, somebody has no, to do uh, that. I, no, I, I no. mean, look, I got to admit that I, listen, cleaning lady also hasn't been able to come uh, to the house because I was positive with COVID. So therefore we've had no cleaning lady. We've had no everything. The place is not a mess, but here's the one thing I, I, I got to admit that, I've been a little bit out of practice, so where the hell to put away the clothes? So I brought the laundry, <laughs> and I was putting it away. I I was like, oh, fuck, where does this go? I, well, I know where my stuff goes, right? But I'm putting away my wife's stuff, and I'm like, oh, God, where the hell does this shit go? And I'm looking at it. Is this a pajama? Is this an exercise shirt? Is this a T-shirt? I'm like, fuck, what, what are any of these? And I'm just sorting through all this stuff. I can tell what, what underwear is. Yeah, it's easy enough. But, but, and then here's the other thing. Manu gets, it's getting bigger, right? You look at some clothes okay, yep. and I'm like, is you this, can't tell whether it's yours or this or my his. wife? Right. Oh, okay, no, well, him. not mine. No, no. My, it's more my wife or his. Right. Now me, me and him. That's not that, that, that's yeah. No, no, you're, we're not, you're still not near that. enough bigger than him. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's more Juana and him are like getting pretty close on the on the same size of certain in certain, you know, shirts. And obviously there's a whole bunch that are very obvious, which ones are or, or his or hers. But there's some stuff like for example, there's a jacket. And I'm like looking at the jacket, I'm like, shit, whose is this? You know, it's it's just some stuff like that. So it it, it uh, I I'm I'm out of practice on this shit. I, I, I gotta admit, I I have completely turned maybe i'm not completely useless but let me just say that my um skill set at taking care of the stuff at home is is diminished i i i have to admit um i i i don't know i'm, I'm just turned into a fucking you know uh me you've turned into me <laughs> no 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 i can still wash clothes i'm actually not bad at washing the clothes as a matter of fact, here's the one thing. I Because I typically, sometime during the week, Manu wants to run the laundry. So I will do certain loads of clothes. And it's usually the delicates and stuff or whatever in order to just, like, get that stuff and, like, have it, like, you know, uh, 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 you know, be fine. But it was just, I, I, I got to admit, it's just, one thing is me doing a small load of stuff that I picked, right? Versus having to do everything, Okay. It's like, I mean, there's still a whole bag over there of like linens and towels and shit that I looked at and I'm like, I don't know how the fuck to put this away. I'm just like the hell with this. It's just staying right now in the bag. And I'm like, I was kind of like hoping maybe my wife will grab it and figure out what to do with it. But she has not either. 
Okay. The, so the bag is sat there in the laundry room. And then of course, you know, we couldn't have our cleaning lady come this week. So I'm like thinking, well, maybe this will stay like this until next week. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't, I don't even want to tell you how long, like baskets that come out of the dryer are just baskets. We just have a row of baskets in the bedroom and that's <laughs> where we look for clothes. That's, that's it. You know, no, getting into the closet that hasn't happened in years. So, you know, Whatever. I can't. I can't do that. No, I, I can't do that. <laughs> okay. Anyway, enough of you. Hanger. I've organized An- my hang. I, you, you do realize, right, that I have like certain hangers for certain clothes, right? You, uh, you understand this? No, no, I don't understand it all. All right. So, so, so there are hangers that are meant for jackets and suits. Okay. Uh-huh. So there it, are it, those hangers specifically. Just I, for I am those. vaguely aware of this truth. Those 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 are those are made out of wood and whatever, and I have those. Then there are certain pant hangers only. Okay, all right. So I've got those, and then I've got a set of hangers that also I have these that have this little like fabric on top, so so the clothes don't slide up down on the shirt. And so the reason for that is so if you put a short sleeve shirt on it. So it doesn't develop, sometimes when you leave something in a hanger too long, it develops these marks where the hanger is because of the pressure. But if I put it on this one and I close it up, it doesn't slide. Therefore, it's perfectly unwrinkled and it didn't develop the mark. And I also have hangers that are specifically for Manu's clothes, which are smaller hangers. Uh, Yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever, Yvonne, (laughs) whatever, you know, just. Leave it crumpled up in the basket. It's fine. And and and, and there are labels on some on some of the stuff, okay, like for okay, the, where okay, the okay. stuff goes. Now you're okay. just talking so craziness hats, now. The hats are listen. There's a section for sweaters. There's a section for hats. There's a section for the suits. There's a section for the winter wear. Okay. There's a section for shoes. You you disgust me, Yvonne. <laughs> you you just disgust me. The ba- there's a section for the bathing suits. Okay, all right. But those are organized as well. Okay, uh, okay. 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 And, okay. And okay. if we go through my drawers, there's a, and, and better. There's one for the white socks, and there is one for the dress <laughs> socks. There's a drawer. Just, just go <laughs> uh, If I, you know, I simplify. I, I I am I am, I am working. I am working towards simplifying my life, Steve Jobs style. Like for each piece of clothing, I'm deciding on the one I like and I'm not buying anything else. And I'm slowly getting rid of anything that doesn't match that. Well, let me say this, that I'm not that far off for certain things. Okay. You know, don't get me wrong. I, I, for example, for daily shirts, basically I am down to just wearing just a variation of Polo Ralph Lauren shirts. Okay. I mean, basically it's just the people on zoom right now have to be like, how many of this, these does he own? Okay. At this point, because I don't wear the same one all the time, but it's basically, I've just selected. It's like, it's just, you know, different styles of the Polo see, Ralph Lauren shirt. See, here, that's here's where, here's Period. where I am. I have a, I have now settled on a specific brand of plain colored t-shirt. The only variant is what color it is. I have picked a specific oh, brand of jeans. 
That's yeah, it. Yeah, I know the. I'm 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 on that. I'm on that on the jeans. I, I've yes. got the specific brand of jeans. I've got several of them. Every time one like gets damaged or anything, I just order another one. The shirts. It's it's the exact same t-shirt. I'm just ordering multiple colors of them at this time, and I'm slowly phasing out everything else. I've got the same kind of socks. I just order exactly the same socks. I haven't I haven't ordered anything that isn't the same sock in the same color for like five or six years now. And slowly everything that's not that is coming going out of rotation, et cetera. And yeah. Well, to anyway. be fair, I, I, I probably if you go and drill down into what I own, there is there is some of what you are doing. OK, uh, especially the shirts are all just, you know. There's just three styles of pull Ralph Lauren shirts, a variation of colors or whatever, whatnot, for the most part that I'm wearing. And the suits are very, well, the suits I took a little bit more time because sometimes when I go to a business, but they're not that, that dissimilar. I have yeah. the, look, I have certain dress sh- shoes, which I have like three variations of, but that's the dress shoe. I have the sneakers for exercise and I have a casual shoe. That's it. Okay, so mm-hmm. I, I I will say that I I have some more variations to you, but I'm not that far off in terms of like simplifying it. Where I'm like really not. I don't want to be thinking about this that much. So, yeah, I definitely but, I don't want to be thinking about it. I don't want to deal with it. I want I want stuff now, that uh, is eminently replaceable. Like I don't want anything that I care about uh, as part of what I wear routinely. You know, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, like. Um, the whole point of this somehow drifted. You, you were starting out talking about you're feeling better after your COVID, but you're still testing positive. And, and somehow we ended up in laundry. Yes. But, okay. Um, now we've gone on and long enough. I'm not sure I should do one, uh, you know, but well, I, I it, will it, say one thing there. It, I, yeah. I got to admit, no, I am going to vote that I am curious about something. Yes. That okay. You put on your list. Okay. Uh, and the thing that I'm curious about is, uh, specifically, you watched Star Trek The Motion Picture, 1979? Oh, you want me to jump ahead? Okay, yeah, okay. I was going to do a book that I'd read before that. But yes, uh, uh, just uh, a couple weeks ago, um, uh, I, you, know, I, I, you know, I do my thing where I randomly choose what I'm doing or whatever. And uh, I came up to do another movie and uh, the movie came up to a continuation of the Star Trek series because I had watched the original Star Trek and then I watched Star Trek, the animated series. The next thing in line is Star Trek, the motion picture. And uh, so, yes, I did watch it. So I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about that. Um, this yes. was, I, I, this so was, I saw it on the list and I, I, I made a beeline for it. I was very curious what your thoughts were. And I, I actually watched it uh, with my wife and my son. Uh, uh, and so um, here's the thing. And, and everybody knows this about this. And by, by the way, I watched it on Blu-ray, not on some Ooh. streaming platform because Years and years ago, my wife bought me the Blu-ray box set of all the Star Trek movies that were out up until that time. I think it's uh, all the originals and the next generation ones, but not like the reboot. Not okay. Okay. Not the reboot. But, and I I think they were in a box set together. And then a few years later, she forgot she bought it for me. So she bought it for me again. Well, Um, there you go. Yeah. Well, you can never have more enough copies. (laughs) Exactly. But finally... After however many years of sitting on the shelf, we opened this 
sucker up and we watched the the original Star Trek the motion picture. And look, my opinion of it is frankly the same as pretty much everybody else in the universe. Um it is overly long, it is extremely slow. Uh the you know, the pacing is glacial. Yes, um, it is very slow movie by god. You know, and and look, like I appreciate the like beauty shot of taking 10 minutes to drive around the enterprise the first time you see it. And Oh my God, what a pretty spaceship, blah, blah, blah. But you know, then you have 20 minutes of floating around inside the alien thing. And you know, it's just, it's so damn slow. And you know, and, and it, it very much, you can tell it's a 1979 movie too, right? Like just the, the, the way they're dressed and everything else, like the, the costumes from, uh, Wrath of Khan a few years later, it's like 1982 instead of 1979. So it's only like three years later, three years, but, yeah. but, but the costumes seem more like costumes that like you look at it now and you're like, Oh, that's a reasonable costume. You look at the 1979 costumes and you're like, what the fuck were they thinking? You know, um, <laughs> it was still the seventies. I know. And it's sort of, it, it's like a transitional, like, you know, watching it this time, I recognize some of them, some of the similarities to the sixties uniforms they had on the right. TV show. And so I, you know, I get it, but you know, look, it's, the, it was okay, but it's like, I, I forget exactly how long it is. Like it's between an hour and a half and two hours. I think a normal length. I, I mean, it depends which edition you watched. So because there is, a, I know that there was a shortened one. Okay, and they had done a much longer one. Okay, there was an extended one to which they so re-added the extent, shit. The the extended one has only come out. Uh, it, it was actually, I think it was only VHS. It was made for television and they announced recently, like in the last few months that they're going to do a Blu-ray restoration of it. I think, uh, of like the director's edition or whatnot. Um, but like the official version, the running time that you get on DVD and everything else right now, or it's over two hours. It's 132 minutes. I just looked it up. So it is over two hours. The actual, like, if you boiled this down to the parts of the movie that really needed to be there for purposes of plot, it's probably 40 minutes. Okay. I, you know, and I, I believe somebody online has actually done this. I'm I'm sure someone online has done this and edited this just down. Just edited to, all this shit. Ed, edited it all down, you know. To just, just the, the essential the parts. That, yeah. And I, I, I'm sure it's under an hour. Um and and so yeah, it, it, it's nice. It looks cool. There's some interesting things, but you know, it's just far, far, far too long. I, I you know, I, I yeah, I don't. I, I Alex slept through part of it. Like you know, he stayed. He stayed in the room, but he. I think he fell asleep in the middle and then woke up again towards the end. You know, I think my wife stayed awake through most of it. Um, I stayed awake because I was like, damn it, I'm watching this thing. Um, but, you know, I, I will give it a, a, at most a thumb sideways. I'm going to give it a thumb sideways. Okay. Like it's Star Trek. It's classic. It's part of our culture, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But this is easily the, you know, there is some competition. I'm going to say the weakest of the movies, but like the uh, Star Trek five or whatever it is where they visit God and Shatner directed it. That was, that was pretty oh, bad. That was worse. That was bad. That, that was worse. <laughs> I, I, I will say that. I, I don't know. Maybe it's because when did you watch this movie originally, by the way? Probably. The first time. I wouldn't be surprised if I thought saw it in the theaters. 
like as an eight year old or whatever. I mean, yeah, because I'm pretty sure I did as well. Uh, see it in the theater. Uh, but I, mean, it was I also don't have a, I don't first... have a clear. Just to be clear, I don't have a clear memory of seeing it in the theater. I know I saw Star Trek two on like opening night with my dad, but I don't know about Star Trek, the original Star Trek. I think I also saw that opening night with my dad or something like that, but I don't remember for sure. I was too young. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I, I will say that, uh, I, I mean, uh, it was too long. I mean, I, I do agree, but there is a certain, what, what I did appreciate about the movie is that because at the time, if you remember, most of the movies that that existed up until around then, about Star Wars being the only other one with pretty decent like effects, special effects and such. Yeah, yeah, this one actually looked m- much more, you know, modern versus almost everything else that was out there. That just was kind of crap. Um, and so, and, and there were certain cool things about it, uh, but, uh, but yeah, it's too long. I, I, I think most people, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure that just people just fell asleep, but it didn't do very well. And if you think about it, it's what they did in the second, the next movie, why the hell the next movie was completely different. Yes. Yeah. And for the second movie, they're like, okay, we're going to do an episode. We're going to do a sequel yeah. to an episode. We're going to make it like a movie length episode, whatever. The first one, they and were all too- action. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the first one, they were all too caught up in being cinematic and being yes. like, we're going to show off the special effects. And they won a, a series now. of Academy Awards for it, you know, as, you know, uh, best, you know, best of this, best, you know, special effects, you know. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, thumb sideways. Like it, you know, I, I don't need to see this more than once every 20 years. You know, it's, <laughs> I believe that the, the longer one, maybe this is right. Is 143 minutes. Okay. The director's and I, I did cut watch version. the, I, I did watch that special longer version on VHS. I remember. And really, I mean, that was, they added some scenes that were, okay, the movie was already long. They made it even longer. And the scenes were kind of bad that they added in. And I remember specifically looking at these scenes and I'm like, Jesus, there's a reason these scenes got taken out. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, and they, they 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 did some extra special effects, but apparently one of the reasons it hasn't been done in Blu-ray yet is the special effects were done knowing that it was going to be released like on TV and not in right. theaters, and Correct. so they didn't make it uh, movie theater quality effects, and and so they have to redo a lot of that if they're whatever. Yeah, and and I, I'm yeah. Um, yeah, let me see. The, uh, yeah, there's 140 minutes, and they added footage of, uh, there's just a whole bunch of, like, stupid scenes. It's just nothing that really needed to be in the movie. Yeah, I mean, of all the Star Trek movies, this is, well, I don't know this, because I, I, I shouldn't say this, because I haven't seen a lot of the others anytime recently, but this one feels so dated when you watch it. Like, I would argue it feels more dated than watching the 1960s original TV show, you know? Well, I, I don't, I, no, I, no, I don't agree with that. I, I don't think it's that dated. 
And there is something to be said that I know that I watched like Star Trek, you know, the Wrath of Khan and that one. And it felt like the special effects, the special effects themselves were better in this one than in that one, because they did cheap mm. out on that for the, for the second one. But that doesn't mean the second one was a much better movie. Right. So. Anyway, anyway thumbs, thumbs sideways. Thumbs sideways. We're, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's move on. I will eventually watch Star Trek 2 again. And 3. And 4. And then eventually the next generation. But these things will take me well past you're, my you're expected lifetime. You're going you're gonna to skip Star Trek 5? Uh, no, I won't skip any of the stupid things. Like, I, I you know my method. I, you know, I have a method. I well, go in order. Well, you'll retire, and so therefore you'll have a lot more time it to might, do this shit. It might speed up. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Right. At some point. Um, I mean, e- even now, like the last few weeks, I've been, uh, Alex has been watching some of my stuff with me recently. Okay. And, and so I've been like watching instead of watching like one show a month, I've been watching two or three a week and he's been watching oh. some with me. And so we've been making, uh, making progress on a couple of things, but well, we'll see. We'll see. Well, um, Manu, I, well, he's watching your stuff. I, I've noticed that Manu has started to do that. And now he's demanding that I put on law and order on TV. <laughs> I, I'm like, I did, I did not expect that. I, I got to recently, can, can we watch law and order? And I'm like, uh, okay, sure. Okay, so anyway. enough. We, we have gone on way too long on this stuff. Uh, let us take a break. And when we come back, uh, what? The international stuff first, right, Yvonne? It was international? We're international. In, okay. inner, 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 inner. Something. Intercontinental. Yeah. Back after this. Good evening, Comorges Corner. My name is Juana Venegas. I'm the director and founder of Manu for Inclusion Foundation. And we help parents with any kids who have any neurodiverse um, diagnosis. We help them with support and with advocate services. We are here based in Florida, and I hope you guys can donate some money tonight that will be great you can find us at www.manu4forinclusion.org thank you so much have a wonderful night bye-bye and we're back uh so um yeah yvonne we are here and uh, so, yes, yeah, I that, remembered that... to hit the unmute button. <laughs> Good job, Yvonne. I am so, so proud of you. Yes, um, I'm making and, progress. And, and what you just heard was a break for Yvonne's Manu for Inclusion uh, Foundation or his no, wife. No, it's not my wait. Am it's, my wife? Juana's. Yeah, don't, Juana's. don't, it's yeah, Juana's. don't. Yeah, don't don't give me credit for it. <laughs> it so it's Wada's thing. Uh, now she just recorded that on the spot for us right before the show. Maybe one of these days, Yvonne, you can get a nicely recorded <sighs> version of that that I can include in the rotation properly. Yeah, because yes, you know, I, I will do something. Because yeah, we kind of we all of a sudden she was like, oh yeah, I need to record something, so she got pressured into it. But but basically, yeah, <laughs> just uh, look to, to get, running a lot of programs help a lot of families, and so therefore. Uh, people with kids with uh, disabilities and most of the, most of them are located in Florida and in Colombia, actually uh, a lot of kids there. Um, so uh, go to the website. If you want to donate and help, uh, help families with these kids uh, help out a lot, uh, take a load off my pocketbook. 
because it's costing freaking all I'm doing is spending money on this foundation for God's sakes. <laughs> anyway, anyway, let's talk international and I, we will get to Ukraine. But before we do that, uh, I just this has been going on for a while, but there continuing to be new developments on this whole thing with Boris Johnson it being involved in parties uh, during the time when the UK was locked down and parties weren't allowed. And everybody's really mad at him, Yvonne. I I mean, but hasn't this been like the typical thing that 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 we have seen behavior by quite a lot of people, including in the United States? You know, we have those things about Gavin Newsom going on, you know, dinners at restaurants and doors. And we had Ted Cruz. Where the hell he go to Cancun? Um well, he he, you know he bugged out during that uh, cold snap in Texas or whatever. But right, I, I think right. the, the more egregious ones, like y- you mentioned Gavin Newsom in California. There were some situations with some East Coast people as well. Um, I, you know, I get pissed at these too. And I, I you know, I, I don't know where to rank it on the list of things that people have done wrong. But at the same time, it's just really galling to me. If you are the one setting the fucking rules to then go and ignore them yourself. That's just, no, no. Like it's just so common with people, people in leadership. And sometimes I, I, I'm still get even like surprised that people are so upset with Boris about this because you know, I I think the fact uh, that it's common doesn't make it okay. It doesn't make it okay. But what I'm saying, no, what, what I'm saying is that it happens so often that when people finally get outraged about it to the level they're getting outraged about this, it surprises me because mm. it pisses me off because it happens it, all the it, time. It, and most of the time, nobody seems to care. Yeah. It, it, it's like, I, I, you know, the other day there's this whole thing about how, um, I believe it was, uh, uh, the new mayor of New York. Right. Yeah. And, uh, how, all of a sudden he's riding on the subway, right? And that in the first month of him being in office, he's written more on the subway than de Blasio did during his entire administration, where they're trying to cut back on traffic. He's talking about pollution and what this shit, and he's going with a fucking, you know, cavalcade of cars marching down the street because he won't ride on the fucking subway. Mm. Okay? uh, There was a guy who was the head of the... Uh, Washington Metropolitan, uh, you know, Transit Authority doing the same fucking thing where he wasn't going to work and he was taking a damn car instead of riding the damn metro that he's mm-hmm. running. It, it, I I don't know. There, there's just a history of it's just people get in power and they're like, uh, it, it means that they are entitled. Yeah, well, and and you know, you draw the same line. T- to the, you know, um, Cuomo doing the sexual harassment stuff and people having an, people having affairs that you think, you know, you're like, you're in a public position, you're going to be scrutinized. People are going to be paying attention to you and you nevertheless start feeling like, well, I'm important. I can do whatever the fuck I want and nobody can do anything about it. And you start like, yeah, and, and, and you, People make all kinds of decisions that you look at them and you're like, what the fuck were you thinking? Right. And what they were thinking was like, I, I'm, the I'm big above guy. all of this. I'm yep. above all this. I can do, do what I want. And I think that's, 
it's clearly, I mean, you know, the stuff with Boris Johnson seems to be, you know, there's just been enough of this that it sort of pushed a lot of people over to the, over the edge. I mean, you know, frankly, I'm surprised that we didn't have more people like Gavin Newsom have more serious consequences. He sort Mm -hmm. of just brushed it off and said, Oh, sorry. Oops. But like, I think with Boris Johnson, he's said, oops, so many times at this point. And well, there wasn't the whole, there wasn't an entire string of Gavin Newsom incidents. Okay. I mean, some things did happen, but you know, he went, you know, apologized and whatever. Um, but I, I just think that it's just, uh, I, it's just so typical of the conduct of people in power, in power in so many places. It's just really, I mean, it drives me crazy to no end. Um, you know, I, I, well, I just, and, and, and to be honest, like, here's the thing, you know, other people were cheating too. You know, other people were having oh, I'm parties. Sure. The, the, the part that this kind of thing brings up is the, is the additional hypocrisy of it. Right. It, it it's the, what makes it galling is, you know, not necessarily that they cheated, although, you know, people should follow the rules, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But if you are the one making the damn rule and telling everybody else that they have to behave and the UK's lockdown was a lot stricter than anything we ever saw oh, here yeah. in the US. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, then, yeah, you're expected to eat your, do- eat your own dog food. You're expected to... Uh, be an example to the people who you are asking to behave in a certain way. And so, yeah, people are mad and people, and the, the important thing here is it's not just the opposition parties that are mad. You know, there's a significant right. chunk of people in the conservative party that are upset at Boris Johnson and are wanting him to resign. There's a question about, does it get to critical mass and do they, uh, you know, do they get a vote of no confidence and does he win that vote? Um, you know, when we, when we did our predictions for the year, we both said that, you know, we sort of thought that this had crested and he'd get beyond it and he would still be prime minister at the end of the year. Uh, I gather that's a little bit in doubt now. Like that does this stuff has been rising. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like maybe he can still make it. But as I, whenever I put on the BBC or uh, other things that are paying attention to this, it's not, it's not getting very much play in the U S media, but whenever I, I do hear reports about it, I, it seems like every single time it escalates a little bit further in terms of him being deeper in this hole, as opposed to start starting to come back out. Well, and, and I think that, you know, there, there's there, I think this is like uh this is a tipping point with him about a whole bunch of things. I mean, there's been quite a lot of issues. Brexit was has been a mess. Uh, supply chain mess. Uh, shortages have been worse than many other places because exacerbated by Brexit. Uh, energy prices going through the roof. Uh, and then you add this to that mess, right? And it's just... Uh, an accumulation of so many things that I think are really just putting a lot of pressure on him. Now, the, the, the big problem has been that I, the opposition in the UK has been in disarray for a long time, which is one reason mm-hmm. how, how the conservatives have managed to stay in power because labor is, is a fucking mess. Um, 
they just have had no no strategy at all. And you know, the question is, I I still think that at this at this point remains the same is that even if Boris Johnson is brought down, is that whoever's going to take his place is going to be from you know the Conservative Party. It's not. Yeah, not I don't think anybody's else. talking anything other than you know a, a new leadership vote within the Conservative uh, Party at this point. Yep. 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 So. So yeah, so that's basically what I what, what I'm saying right now. I mean, it's uh, eh, I, I, uh, it, it, it's you know, he, he definitely. I I I really think that this time there's been quite a lot of pressure on him, but it's really looking like this may be his. This, he may be done with this one. I, I I think they're they're. It's looking like he's not gonna survive this mess. Yeah, the last I heard is he's like he was ambushed by the cake. You didn't oh, know about it. Oh, yes. They, they, they brought the cake the in cake. as the party and he wasn't, he was, he, yeah. I don't know. Not, none of it. Like you, you look at all of it and you're like, yeah, whatever. You know, I don't, I don't believe a word you're saying, you know, <laughs> of course right. you do about this. Of course right. you were doing this. And there are these things where, no, 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 it wasn't a social thing. It was a work thing. Yeah. Right. Whatever. No, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> at at best it was a work social thing and you still right. didn't need to do it you know uh you know uh, of, of course you know i'm i'm also of all of this you know i i'm still one of the ones who are like i don't understand why you do these things anyway like i don't want to hang out with people from work <laughs> but right know, whatever um anyway yeah okay okay enough boris johnson we'll see what happens there um but yeah, it still looks like it's getting worse for him, not better. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, okay. Ukraine. Ukraine. Yeah. So this is another one where we talked about it on our prediction show. We both said Russia's not going to actually invade. There'll be a lot of brinksmanship and maybe they'll do more like, or I should, as we said, then they already invaded. They took Crimea years ago. They're not right. going to do more. They're not going to do uh, a, a clear objective. Vladimir Putin gets on TV and says, we're going into Ukraine. Maybe they'll do some more sort of things by proxy or, or, you know, undercover stuff where there are people in there, but they pretend they're not. Um, it seems like things are continuing to escalate over the last few weeks. Um, apparently, the, the the Biden administration is convinced they are going to invade. Um, you know, there, there was the, you know, Biden made that quote unquote gaffe at his press conference where he talked about, uh, well, you know, if it's a minor incursion and then they had to walk all of that back. Um, meanwhile, we've got... Uh, consideration of putting more U.S. troops into non-Ukrainian places in NATO nearby. Um, and uh, although we've got a lot of people there already, so it's really an incremental improvement that's sort of symbolic showing, yeah, yeah. But I, honestly, what what's that really say? Like, do we really think that the Russians are going to not only roll through Ukraine, but then keep going? You know, what, what good is putting more troops elsewhere in NATO? I don't know. But uh, uh, anyway, well, uh, I, I, I w- well, I, I will say why. Look, I, I do think that uh, it, it, it's the, a signal to Baltic say we're states, serious. Yes, but it's not just beyond that. I actually the Baltic states are nervous. Yeah. Yes. 
Um, look, understandably, his the the entire reason why he is doing all of this is because, and I I guess I I hadn't put it together as to how aggressive he's being right now before, and I, I I'm I feel a little bit remiss that I hadn't hadn't really like put my finger on this specifically. It's just look, he. Th- believes and has said so many times before that the biggest disaster in Russian history is the dissolution of the Soviet Union. Right. Period. End of fucking discussion. He said that over and over. Uh, and this entire thing of his is in some way he wants to either you know, Ukraine was seen for a long time as basically essential to the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. Um, many people in leadership in the in in the Soviet Union came from the Ukraine. Um, it, it was seen as the breadbasket for the Soviet Union. Uh, and there's a lot of Russian speakers in 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 the Ukraine. And to him, it's this whole thing about um, kind of like trying to regain the prestige that that Russia had in the days of the Soviet Union, where the United States just wouldn't do anything really geopolitically without considering their enemy, which was the Soviet Union. And that was the geopolitic of the time. Uh, uh, how that was and why he feels so diminished in that way and how he is trying to regain this prestige in the world and the influence. And so look, um, I mean, it's the fact that I think that he is seriously considering invading Ukraine. And I think that he is doing this right now because you got to add the fact that the, the, political situation in the United States since Trump won in terms of how divided the country is and how even the geo, you know, the foreign policy of the United States has been seriously affected by Trumpism and it's global oh, yeah. standing in terms of, of who is, you know, I mean, how, yes, how strong there, the U.S. is, and what influence it has over Europe's secure European security. Yeah, and but he also, basically, wants to push. It, you know, he said he said this already. He wants to push back everything back to where it was before the when the Warsaw Pact existed. He's yeah, fucking now, said that. Yeah. Now, uh, and, and at the same time, you know, look, you you can trace some things back to Trump for sure, but the the Biden administration has been absolutely clear that you know. We're not going to war with Russia over Ukraine. Like we'll do all kinds of economic stuff, but we're not sending American troops and planes and whatever into Ukraine to stop an invasion. So this means if for for Putin, it all ends up coming down to, you know, can I stomach whatever economic stuff they're going to throw at me? You know, because uh, basically and we said this, you know, back months ago, if 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 Putin decides he definitely wants Ukraine, there's nothing going to stop him. 
Like we, the if Ukrainian he decides military it's... does not have the power to stop the uh, Putin from invading Ukraine. No, I don't no. know how effective they can be in occupying it. But, but certainly, but the... they, 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 in you know, if they decide to just roll down with tanks and shoot at the Ukrainian army, they'll freaking blow him out of the freaking water. And, and and it and the and Western Europe is not coming to the rescue. They will put on will react with sanctions and stuff. And apparently, we've even got agreement now to like actually stop the the pipeline from Russia and all this kind of stuff. And you know, we're, and try to support Germany in other ways for their their energy energy. Needs. But, you know, but still it's like, okay, we'll put, you know, there will be an economic consequence here, but there's not going to be a military consequence other than, like you said, they're going to have to hold on to it if they get it. And that might be more painful than they would like, but you know, and this is the calculus Putin has to, to make. And, you know, people are talking about, does he have an off ramp? Uh, Can, is there a way that he can back? down from this without causing himself problems at home and all of this kind of stuff. And well, one of the things we're doing, we're not committing troops directly, but we're doing what, well, we're going back to the old cold war tactics. Okay. Yeah, we're supplying we, weapons. Yes, 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 yes. That, that, that is what we're doing. We're supplying weapons. We're, you know, uh, I, I mean, we're, we're reassuring our allies and treaty allies around it, around it by, moving in troops, equipment and other stuff and so forth. Um, you know, but Ukraine is not part of NATO and, uh, you know, so, um, nope. And, and so that's, that's the reality. And, and I will say that, uh, and, and Putin has taken advantage of the situation here in the U S where I think that, um, if it, this was, let's say, 2005 maybe without the Iraq so say the Iraq war didn't happen say W was president there was no Iraq war okay. if this if something like this would have happened there would have been a unified front on defending Ukraine in the United States across Republicans or Democrats right uh and right now that's not the case right now you've got Tucker Carlson going on TV and basically talking like he's fucking Putin's like a little puppet well j- just to be clear like you know, the Crimea happened and the Obama administration wasn't all that forceful there either. No, but I, I, I think there was, that there the was one, uniform uh, condemnation of it, but there wasn't uniform support for anything serious enough look, to make a difference there. I, I think that, um, look, well, what happened in Georgia too, uh, during the W right. administration, um, I, 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 you know, it, it, it's, I think there is one thing where we've had countries with like territory disputes about certain areas. And that's how I think Crimea is seen. I think, I think, um, it'd be look quite differently if we're talking about basically taking, you know, invading an entire, the entire country. Okay. Right. Because territorial disputes, I mean, hell, we, we've got the Chinese saber rattling over Taiwan. Um, uh, you know, we've had all sorts of other territory disputes all over the place. Uh, so, so those, I, I, I you know, I think you could, you could shake that off, uh, shake that off to that, but yeah, doing a full blown invasion, there's a whole other story. I, I, I think, well, you know, now, even, but even I do there, think like... that right now we're not going to do anything 
at this point, other than what you mentioned, economic sanctions like right now. Well, and, and Putin could be more sophisticated about this, too. There are already reports in the last week about uh, the people that he wants to put in on an alternative Ukrainian government. Uh, so you could see something where, you know, they invade a little bit of territory and set up a rump government and say that's the real government of Ukraine. And then that government invites them in. And, you know, you, you, you can play with this, right? I mean, there, there are all kinds of things that you could be done. Now, most of it's pretty transparent and you can, you know, but you have the fundamental dynamic here that, um, yeah, it, it, the bottom line is Putin gets to decide whether it's worth whatever economic consequences that we're we're threatening, because that's that's the what makes the you know at that point because the military thing's not a factor. He can win. Done. Um, I mean, and, if it's and, just against the Ukraine military, yeah. I mean, do and and look, I, do I think that? Uh, well, here, here's I the mean, thing, though. We, listen, we're, we, we're not going to go. We're not going to go into a head-to-head war against them right now because because it's just too dangerous. Okay, like right now over Ukraine. Unfortunately, as much as I I I, I hate this, but uh, it, it's like we're just not going to do it. Well, and and then um, that 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 draws you into the question of okay, well then what next? The, first of all, there are a couple things. Well, it's that is one the thing, problem, which is it, like it, look, where do you it, draw the line? Yeah, well, it's one thing right now, and, and I, I've seen people answer that. You draw the line at NATO. NATO. Period. End of yeah, story. no, I got, I got, I got. Um, yeah, and that's what but, you're but, saying. But yeah. but let, let's let's play this out. First of all, let's say the invasion commences. They're in the process of taking over Ukraine. Ukraine is lost. You know, Russia has taken over the place. Um, we're gonna be hearing and seeing a lot about the plight of the Ukrainians and. Why aren't we doing anything? And is this, you know, is this like, um, uh, you know, the the agreement pre-World War II? Is this like a Chamberlain moment, you know? And next time, you know, okay, yeah, the Baltic states are, are NATO members, but like, if does he take this as a green light? Well, they did nothing on this. Let's Let's try Lithuania next, you know? Well, I think that they've, it's already been said, well, it's not. I don't think Biden has already clearly said that you know that 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 is a that that is a line that 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 is a solid line, right? But then, um, but then even even then, I mean, do you actually want to start playing out what would happen in a head to head Russia USA war or Russia NATO war? Like, does and and are people playing I mean, out scenarios? Truth and figure, is, well, listen, the the act can we do this without troops, going nuclear? Listen. Yeah. Oh, here, look, I'll be blunt about this. The reality is that the Soviets really have about, really only about 400,000 real... Soviets? Oh, the fuck? Yeah, what, well, he wants to be called a Soviet Union. The Russians have about really... <laughs> their core military force is about 400,000 troops. That That is really their core. I really don't see how the hell they occupy a country and launch another attack like that at the same time. They just don't have the troops. We have a lot more manpower. Hell, we've got, you know, we've got what in 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 Europe right now without any more deployment about fifty thousand troops. Okay, there uh, at that moment, he's trying to take over Ukraine with a force of about a hundred thousand. Okay, and we could, I mean, what an air war? What we could fucking 
blow the shit out of it. We've got a hell of a lot more air power and any other power than he would ever yeah, dream I mean, of anyway. The, the, I mean, what what you know, fuck. I mean, and and that the, not going nuclear. The, the, I mean, well, yeah. I mean that that that's the whole thing, right? The the whole gambling thing of anything that actually puts a head to head with Russia is like if you've got them. If you've got them on the run, at some point, do they decide to use nukes? And if so, then what? what? Like that? What they're going to start? Just what they're just going to start a, a, a you know a, a, a fucking global thermonuclear war? Well, you had war games on your list. But. I did. I, I I I watched that a while ago. But yeah, look, that that's that's the fear, of course. Now we all hope that we're not getting back into a cold war mindset with everybody worried about, will there be a nuclear war tomorrow and all of that well, kind listen, of stuff. If we were going to go yeah. and like shoot at Putin, we're not going to fucking shoot at Moscow. Okay. All right. We're just going to take out whatever the fuck troops we see that are, that are attacking somebody, it, it, you know, uh, in NATO, that's it. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to, what are we gonna do? We're gonna we're gonna fucking like you know shoot missiles St. Petersburg? No, but but honestly, e- even short of going nuclear, I think that you know we are we are rapidly losing the World War II generation that actually remembers what an all-out war in Europe looks like, and nobody wants to go back there. You know? But here's my thing about this. Look, one of the problems that we have with the European situation right now, and and I and I've mentioned this before with the energy situation in, in Western Europe, is that they've created a, a situation on their own. You know, we talked about this entire thing where the fucking Germans went and decided to shut down all their nuclear reactors and a whole yep. bunch of other stuff dumb, and whatever dumb, and basically dumb. became incredibly dependent, you know, on like a massive amount of on just Russian energy supplies, which is insane. Like if they were going to shut down the nuclear, at the very least, they should have been looking for other alternatives that weren't that. that become dependent you know? on Putin for energy. I, I mean, you know, ramp up the solar. I don't know, like wind, whatever, wind, you know, something. whatever, something. And, and look, I know they've been doing some of that as well, but they did not get the balance right. And frankly, like you know, they went the, too the, fast on 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 it. Okay, way too fast because because they had this huge anti nuclear movement in 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 Germany and elsewhere. Uh, that just wanted them gone and wanted was afraid of the technology, did not like the technology. And we've said on the show before that, you know, maybe there was an argument for that a number of decades ago. But at this point, like if 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 you're actually like caring about things like global warming and everything else like that, you should not be getting rid of nuclear. You no, it's it's a part of your solution. And you know, I, I maybe I can understand some reluctance to double down on new, but you, I don't know, like and the you new technology is a lot. You can get rid of the existing production right now, that's for sure. Yeah, well, and also the new the new technology is a lot safer than the old technology too, and so you know, it, it just seems it, it was is misplaced. There was this 1970s 1980s mindset about how nuclear power was bad, and everybody got really scared of it, and blah blah well, blah. Fukushima and also it, happened, which is the yeah, problem. Fu- Fukushima so. also happened and accelerated that. Um, and but you know, if you if you put everything on the scale together, uh. 
nuclear power is is a decent part of the energy mix and should be considered and you deal with the safety issues uh but and if you want to phase it out fine phase it out but not you, you have to work to the alternatives have to be in place and they shouldn't be fossil fuel based alternatives let alone fossil fuel alter- alternatives that you're dependent on Russia for right so yeah. a bit big mistake there but uh uh, and I and I, frankly, I don't know. I, I've seen these reports this week about how you know the U.S. has pledged to sort of help Germany out if they if if the listen if the flow from have, Russia is listen. knocked out. But do, can we provide enough? And it's how much is it? Gonna- we we uh, listen. We uh, a lot of the there there's there there's a lot of electric production in the United States that is being done at plants that could run both on oil and on natural gas. Yeah, but it's not like uh, trivial to move that over to Germany. No, no, well, well, let me finish. Let me finish the, okay, ex- okay. the explanation here. Okay, if we are to 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 help Germany now, over the last several years, the the capacity to export natural gas from the U.S. from ports has significantly increased. Okay, but my understanding uh, is the and, problem and, is Europe doesn't have the ports to pull it in. Well, they do have ports, but we haven't enough. been exporting that enough. much. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you haven't been exporting to them. I, I think that there are ways that we would be able to to help them with certain sources of energy to to do that. I mean, you know, the U.S. has been producing. A, there is a significant, you know, capacity to produce natural gas. Also, the uh, it, it, actually, I know that the other. Countries that were trying to lean on for that was in the Middle East, uh, mm-hmm. you know, to to get as an alternate source. Uh, but it it, it it look something can be done. Uh, I, I I know that, um, but but the Europeans also have to play their part there too. And and this is my thing. You talked about hey, we have to remember what happened in the last fucking World War. Look. Damn it! The fucking Germans and 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 all these guys have to remember what the fuck we're talking about. And if they're just going to sit there and just you know allow Putin to basically uh, you know invade countries and have everybody terrorized to see who the fuck else he's going to just invade for the hell of it because nobody's stopping him from doing anything, well, they need to step up to the to the fucking plate too and do yeah. something. Yeah, we'll we'll see. So uh, bef- we'll, we'll close this up. Any predictions? Like, are I? I still feel like there's a chance that everybody backs away and we come out of this without. There has to be a way. Listen, how does this 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 needs to work in a way that Putin can claim some kind of fucking victory for him to elevate his prestige and the well, prestige of Russia in And in the problem this is right now, his, his demands are things like, you know, actually rolling back NATO and getting some countries that are in NATO now not in it or a absolute pledge that Ukraine will never be part of NATO no matter what, et cetera. Listen, let, let me just say one thing. When the, when the Cuban Missile Crisis ended, okay... We went and said that we didn't do, you know, we didn't give anything to the Russians, and we actually we removed, did. like, yeah. but we did. We actually removed some, some, some weapons from Turkey, okay, that they considered offensive, okay. So what I would say, like right now, is that probably there is something that we can do 
to give him his fucking stupid prestige victory so he could, you know, go and feel big. Yeah. I, I mean, one, one obvious thing would just be recognize reality on Crimea. Maybe we do a, I don't know, maybe. And, and just, and just say, you know, but you know, it's, it, it's just, it just seems so similar to, again, the pre-World War II Chamberlain saying, okay, you can have that. Just don't go any further kind of stuff. And I, I don't think that would fly with the West, but you know, it, it, you know, if you're I, looking, I, I don't think that just, I don't think that giving him that piece of land that he feels he's already got it is. Yeah. There, it's just, there is something else in terms of, um, how to elevate him on the world order is what he wants. Um, in yeah, terms of he, like, for example, I, I don't know, maybe some troops get moved from somewhere or whatever, some kind of like a monitoring agreement where he has say so on some stuff, something, anything. So he feels like, you know, Russia is an equal on the world stage. That's what he wants them right, to be over as. and over and over again. The message has been, yeah, you know. Russia's a has been. They don't really matter anymore. They're not like, uh, and and yeah, it's all. But it's and it's, it's all true. about that national way, pride. It, it, look, their GDP is like ten percent of the U.S. GDP. Ten percent. I mean, they're not that big an economy. Well, actually, I'm exaggerating. Okay, let me see. No, no, no. Wait. No. Yes, ten percent. Their total GDP is $1.7 trillion. That's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. In nominal currency. I mean, the U.S. is $17 trillion, if I remember correctly. Let me see. Am I right? Oh, God. There we go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now I got to double check. Actually, what more. $20.9 trillion. Okay. Now think about that. I mean, the U.S. economy is more than 10 times the size of, of Russia. More than 10 times. I mean, this is a ridiculous discussion that we're having with, with this dick-swinging idiot. Yeah. This is what this is. There, I mean, you know, it's it's the vulgar truth. Well, and the, the one thing they still have is compared nukes. to their... Well, the, yes, they have nukes. They have, an, they have an outsized military compared to the size of their economy. Because they spend so much on that military, okay, you know, versus other economies, okay, well, we, as we, a percentage. We, we, spend a, we spend a huge percentage as well, no, but yeah. No, well, no, but but as a percentage of GDP, they, outsp- they spend a right. hell of a lot more as a percentage of GDP, okay? I mean, their spending is estimated to be about, in, in real terms, about a hundred billion, you know, 60 billion, a hundred billion dollars. You know, uh, I mean, we spend, you know, seven eight times that yeah but as a percentage of gdp it's a lot less right and and the whole thing about spending it that way it's like it's it, it's the one thing i talk about the economics at your in, in your you know your personal economics let me say that look let's say that uh if i'd say hey you're gonna spend right now on your house you're gonna spend fifty thousand dollars a year out of a hundred out of an income of a hundred and fifty thousand or you're going to spend 150000 out of a budget of a million. Well, when you have mm-hmm. that much more disposable income, 
Okay. Spending a lot more on certain luxury items doesn't fucking matter. Because you, you're not scrimping on the basics to go and spend a crazy amount on that. Whereas Putin has to. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the arguments that the Russian economy, in terms of why it, it sometimes still stalls on development, is because spend that much money on a fucking military, you know, that is, has been, you know, definitely it's a lot better than it used to be uh, 20 years ago, no doubt. But at a great cost. Okay. So anyway, the reports earlier today where the Biden administration had told the Ukrainians that their intelligence indicates that basically as soon as the ground is frozen, the Russians are coming over. Um, once that got reported, uh, the administration sort of backed that out ground, a little bit. Ground is frozen. What? Isn't it frozen now? Isn't it now? Uh, app- I mean, apparently it it's a little... Apparently it's a little too warm right now. It's muddy. They need it to be frozen. Like as long as it's muddy, then, you know, the tanks and things will have trouble. Uh, But they feel as soon as it's frozen solid, then they're coming over. Now the administration, after that was reported, started saying, no, 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 that's not quite what we said. Uh, We were talking about possibilities, not certainty, blah, blah, blah. Um, But apparently the, the administration is pretty convinced that this is more likely than not going to happen. Um, I hope they're wrong. I don't know. Uh, it, it seems like it would get messy fast, but, uh, I I don't know. Any, any guesses? Do you think we're going to see an invasion in the next week, two, three longer? Or do we still think there's going to, they're going to find a way out? I feel like finding a way out is, I, if I had said that, I wanted to look at the weather forecast. (laughs) well you know as of right now i still want to say i'm hopeful that they will figure out a way out because this in the end this doesn't even benefit putin really you know it it, nobody wins in a war i guess i guess ukraine 14 day weather forecast let's see yes Uh, yes 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 well, it's it's going into a high at a 30s almost every day. So it's not under 30. So it's looking in good news that at least for two weeks, we're not going to get an invasion. <laughs> okay, so not for the next two weeks, we think. Maybe, nope. maybe a little bit later on. <sighs> yeah, right anyway. now, you know, so, you know, so go global warming at this point, I guess. <laughs> Fuck. Jesus Christ. Uh... Okay. He's going to be rooting for global warming to stop a fucking war. Anyway, I, I, I'm still hoping they find a way out of it, but uh, uh, I, I'm hoping I they we'll find something. Find I, I mean, that, and that's what I'm saying about trying to see what the hell is the fucking stupid carrot that we can <laughs> offer this asshole so he could look like, you know, so he can feel important, I guess. Can we send him Trump? Oh, I fucking wait. I mean, did you want me to go grab him? Load him on a plane. I'll fucking go right now. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, um, yeah. Okay. Let, let's take a break, and we will come back with uh, domestic stuff. Back after this. That, that's one of those ones that Bob hates. So 
There you go, listener Bob. I hope you enjoyed that. Yvonne, mute button. Mute button. Mute button. Okay, yes, yes, the mute button. (laughs) This will take a while to trade this into Yvonne. Oh, God, yes. (laughs) God's sakes. You know, I'd leave you unmuted, but then, like, we could hear, like, breathing and clicking around and stuff during the break. And I don't know. Yeah, we did yeah, that. Like, we did that entire, you know, that was a long time ago. There was this entire Darth Vader episode. Yes, that yes. We it, had was, it was a very long time ago. Loud breathing, you know, and also this is one of the advantages <laughs> of this new way of, to record that we've been trying the last couple of weeks with the old way. I had both tracks individually and I would level them to make sure that they were leveled at the same level, but it was a dynamic leveler. So what it would do is you know, one track at a time, it would try to make a steady volume the whole time, which is great when that person is talking. But when that person wasn't talking, it would ramp up the volume on their breath noises. And so I would actually have to (laughs) often, you know, part of my editing process was for the person who wasn't talking, cut out (laughs) <laughs> while, while the other person was talking and this thing that we're doing now levels them together uh you know as smartly so like if i you know so it, it doesn't do that well and there was this i don't remember what technical difficulty we had this one time but we we recorded a podcast and we had this we had this problem where sam on the recording just sound it sounded like it did really sounded like Darth Vader was hosting the show on the other side. I mean, it was just ridiculous. But I, I don't remember what exactly happened, but uh it was it was the kind of problem I was just talking about with the, the one side being over leveled and no, blah, but, blah, but blah, there was, no no, but there was but there was something that happened. I think the recording failed and you wind up with something and something, you know, we there was some technic additional technical glitch that happened. We had we, because we used to have these recurring failures, okay, at certain times, okay. Uh-huh. Sometimes you know, we we would like record a whole segment and we would lose it, and then we're like, we can't remember what the hell. Sometimes we would wind up with a recording on one side, not on the other. I, I don't know. And I, if I if I remember, there was something specifically that happened that one time that we had some additional, you know, not it wasn't just the normal leveling or whatever, whatnot. Yeah, it was just yeah, a I, problem, and then, I, I, and and yeah. it just. And he was just, it was just, and, and Sam tells me, well, we had this problem. I tried to remove as much as possible. And I'm like, okay, well, let's see how it sounds. And all I hear is, and I'm like, holy smokes. That's, that's, that's lovely. Yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> let's talk about domestic for a few minutes. Um, okay. We got, we, we, we got, uh, let, let's see. What do we got here? We got, um, the SCOTUS stuff. We got Joe Rogan versus Neil Young. We've got economic news. We've got like people trying to ban books left and right these days, apparently. Uh, what else? Mm. Where do you want to start? Uh, where, do you want to start? Um, where do we want to start? Well, uh, I feel like the book thing is just part of this whole culture war we're under. Yeah. I mean, it isn't is. that, I mean, it, it's like, well, it is th- the biggest are... thing that we've got going right now. Everything is up. 
The fucking these, culture war. These these are all tied together. I mean, there's the whole trying to, you know, the whole critical race theory paranoia, which is, you know, resulting in people wanting to pull things out that are in, in any way remotely like talk about you know, the real history of race relations in the U.S. Because, hey, surprise, it looks bad for white people. Um, the, the latest thing that went around in the last couple of days is some school district pulling from the eighth grade curriculum, the graphic novel mouse, which is about the Holocaust. Um, and because apparently there was swearing violence and nudity in it. Um, you know, and I, it, 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 it's a freaking cartoon mouse that like was apparently naked on one page of this whole thing. And it, this is, it, it was, was for a, eighth it was graders. A naked- it was a naked cartoon mouse. Yes. Um, but then also they were talking about there was swearing and violence and like the, the, the not respecting your parents. I think that's a big part of things too, in this culture war thing. Um, and frankly, I look at it, this, this was, um, uh, look it, this, in this particular case, it wasn't completely banning the book from the school library and all that stuff. It just was like, it won't be part of the curriculum, but their excuse was like, this is n- not appropriate for eighth graders because of this stuff. And I'm like, you know, I, and I tweeted this, it's like, you're not talking about kindergarten here. You're talking about eighth right. graders and you're saying that they're not they they shouldn't be exposed to these topics because they're too adult. You know, eighth grade is right around when kids really need to be starting to learn about the, I would actually say eighth grade is late, but you know, apparently there's this mindset of like, you know, you don't want your kids to be exposed to anything negative at all, which is ridiculous, you know? And especially this kind of stuff, it's like, no, the, 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 and I think we talked about this before, sort of alternate versions of history. Like, is the purpose of learning history um, what? Uh, there's one view that says the purpose of learning history is to understand things that went wrong so you can do better in the future. And then apparently there's this other view of history that's just like, you know, it's maintaining the mythology of your culture and how good it is. And that's where like the things like, you know, the founding fathers should be venerated and all this kind of nonsense comes from, you know, and, and these are just diametrically opposed views of how you should think about things. I don't know. Look, you've got these people that believe, uh, that, uh, or, or well, want to sell people on, Oh, there's no racism. There's no discrimination. Things are perfectly fine right now. So why are you teaching these kids about this bad stuff that happened before and they believe that by whitewashing the history uh then everything's good because right now things are good okay right yeah there is no discrimination and there is no racism in this country which is just an absurd thing to say right now if one thing that it's proven uh the last few years has proven with, with Trump uh, being public is that we had a hell of a lot more racists than we really knew. And they were just all ashamed to speak up. And now they, right. they don't have that shame. And so whitewashing everything right now, like this shit didn't happen. Like uh, 50 years ago, a hundred, 200 years ago, is just ridiculous. And 
everybody I see that fucks up. So the, some of the people with the worst hubris that I ever see are people that mm-hmm. love not looking at what has happened before and understand how we got somewhere. Okay. Those are always the people that drive me crazy and they will go and they will repeat the same dumb shit that has been shown not to work. Okay. Because they refuse to look at what happened before. And it's a very common problem across society. It's in terms of business and for government. We were just, you were just talking about this, like right now in the international segment. Okay. Not looking at what what happened uh, in world wars in Europe in the last hundred years. Well, hey, let's not look at all the, you know, the racist racist things that happened over a hundred years. Hey, all these black people are poor. Well, whatever. It's because they're lazy. They need to get on their fucking bootstraps. And you don't see the shit that happened that basically we brought them over as slaves. We treated them as property. Then when they started getting up, we started ripping shit away that they even developed. Okay. We didn't give them opportunities. We wouldn't give them education. And then somehow right now, Oh yeah, everything's fine. Just put yourself up from the bootstraps. Fucking bunch of bullshit. Yeah, no, completely ridiculous. And I, I, I think, you know, there's so much of this that is about, um, yeah, it, 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 it's the no, I, I, I'm hesitant because I don't want to repeat myself things I've said on previous shows, but it's this whole mindset that if you don't talk about something, it will go away and yep. you, you can, you know, the reason that race is a problem is because people keep talking about it. Mm-hmm. You know? No, 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 you know, it's, it's. And you can just, you can't just sweep things under the rug and they, you know, what does go away, like if, if, if nobody talks about it, then yeah, you're right. You, maybe you don't have to feel uncomfortable about this. Maybe you don't have to face that problem. And if you're the one who's already on top in the situation, then that's just fine for you. As long as those people don't make noise, then you're, you're good. Right. Um, but that's not good for the people who are are not having the good side of that trade-off. You know, the whole notion that it'll just get better on its own if you give it enough time, maybe it will. But it's not fair to say, you know, just wait 300 years, it'll be better then. Right. You know, and and I, I don't have confidence that, you know, these folks actually would want it to move in that direction anyway. And But, you know, and, and to be fair, the other side sometimes has excesses on this side on this stuff too. Like I see people like who are want to, you know, get rid of some Mark Twain stuff because the N you, because the N word is used and things like that. It's, it's all part of our history and being exposed to it in the proper context is not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, hell, you know, you talk about book book banning and burning and all this kind of stuff. Do I think a high school kid should be able to go to the school library and look up Mein Kampf if they want to? Yes, I do. You know? But but the context uh, needs to be explained of what that was. And, the, the context and, is uh, important uh, and right. all of this kind of stuff. And I'm not necessarily saying you want to, like, you know, have... You, 
you don't want you, enough. Have him go and read Mein Kampf as his, bi- uh, as his Bible to to lead his life. With yes. by. No, no, <laughs> no, no. You don't want that, and you don't necessarily need a course centered around it or anything like that. But it's all part of history. It should all well, be I don't available. Know. I took a fuck. Well, I, well, what are you talking about? I took a fucking course result around that. I mean, Jesus Christ! I spent that entire time. I took a class. It was called the Collapse and Renewal of Europe, and it's centered on this shit. Well, right, but I, I mean, like centered around like. His book, you know, you, His, you don't well, not need... not centered around the book. It was centered around all the events that were set off, and yeah, you know, obviously uh, my, the my, philosophy and so forth. Yes, my my point is like I'm all for having all that information out there and all that whatever, and but yeah, things like we can't teach this novel about the Holocaust because it uses some swear words. My it's God, ridiculous. you can't swear about that. It, it is completely appropriate. You know? I'm so fucking um, sick. I'm so fucking sick and tired of people like getting offended by. They get more offended by fucking swear words than by by racism. Well, they and keep getting more too, offended. By the way, yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. I'm sick and tired of these fucking assholes. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Um. So we're both against banning books. Look, I. I it, <laughs> I mean, I I really believe that a, a curriculum that is complete needs to make sure that the teachers have, you know, the literature available to be able to do intelligent discussions. And like you said, eighth grade is, is you know, a 14-year-old kid, a kid, basically. Yeah. Give me a fucking break that they, they can't see that crap at 14. Come on. Yeah. It's a joke. No, yeah. Yes. I, I mean, I, I think it's appropriate much younger potentially, but certainly by the time kids are teenagers, they should be reading things that are serious adult topics that bring up serious ethical issues. And they should be understanding, you know, historical events that are negative. You know, it, you, you shouldn't, it, it is completely not helpful to just be treating this like this cleaned up Look, mythology where everything the Bible, is perfect. The Bible has all these discussions about, I mean, hell, the, the, especially the Old Testament. I mean, my God, King David was like fucking around with everybody and, you know, that he could sleep <laughs> with and their mother around it. He get, they talk about it in the fucking Old Testament. I mean, what the hell? Oh, there were, oh, but oh, oh, that's okay. But, you know, this other book. You know, forget it because it's their fucking Bible, right? Whatever. Now, it's fine there. Now, I do want to give one piece of nuance here that may not have passed through what we just said. There is a difference between banning the book from the school library versus burning the book versus just saying we're not going to teach a class on it. Uh, there is a difference there. But nevertheless, it, this, the whole notion that this needs teachers can't teach this book. Because I, I think the whole the whole XYZ. thing is just all the kind of legislation, like passing, like you know, they're they're passing all of these rules just to to create conflict, and that's the only reason. And banning certain things that don't even need to be banned, no, or prohibited cause, cause, or something, just to push buttons. Yeah, yeah no, that's I, all I, I think they're being that done. Is... They're doing it all just to fucking push buttons. 
I, I think that's a significant part of it because like in many of these cases, like there may not even have been anybody teaching this damn book. Exactly. <laughs> you know, or if there was maybe one teacher is doing it and whatever. And, you know, eight, eighth grade is, you know, a grade where people have some selectivity in terms of what classes they take. You know, I'm sure there's mechanisms to opt out for people who are really offended and, you know, give an alternative to the one kid or whatever, you know, the, Yes, this is all about more places we can poke the liberals. Right. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. And uh, uh, enough about uh, the banning books. Um, let's let's talk. Um, uh, I, I guess I guess this is tied in. Uh, I'm trying to go in a, a direction that sort of makes sense from one thing to the other. The whole Joe Rogan, Neil Young, Spotify thing. Um, uh, Neil Young. Uh, went in and said, you know, hey, uh, you've you've got Joe Rogan on Spotify. He's spreading all kinds of anti-vax nonsense bullshit. Uh, you can have me or you can have him. You can't have both. And Spotify said, yeah, okay, bye, Neil Young. Yeah, we'll keep Joe. Yeah, and you know, economically, like it, from a pure financial perspective, uh, Spotify has a contract with Rogan. They're paying him a lot of money for his podcast to be exclusive on their platform, et cetera, et cetera. He's get, the more people stream his stupid thing every week than, than stream Neil Young's music by a significant margin. I was listening to somebody rattle off the stats earlier today. It's not even close. Um, so I guess it makes sense from that purely economic point of view, like Neil Young doesn't make a difference to them. Joe Rogan does from, from, from that point of view. And so, but at the same time, you would hope that, you know, companies like Spotify, I mean, would have kicked the guy, goddamn guy off anyway for being a jackass and spreading misinformation. But no, because he's making the money. Yep. It's all about cash flow. Any, so, any additional I mean, thoughts I, on that? Well, he, yes. I, I mean, I, I think that this is a situation where I, I actually had posted a, su a, a subject before about... A lot of these companies uh, are internet companies that we have right now, and you know what the hell was the law that protects uh, internet companies from from being sued over the content or whatever, whatever that rule, whatever three twenty two thirty six eighty what what yeah whatever. And the fact that I think we're getting to a point where it's very obvious that. That needs to change in large part because these media companies are selecting a lot of this content using algorithms and other things and, 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 they and look, responsible for what the hell they're pushing. Yeah, you know, 25 I, I, years ago, 25 years ago, if NBC was broadcasting something like Joe Rogan, I mean, if, if a guy like Joe Rogan went on one show and spoke like that. He would have been yanked off the air immediately. It would have just so been I, immediately in a, in the same so, situation. And we so are in a I situation wanna... right now where what's happening is that companies, you know, internet media companies are, are like, like Spotify, Facebook, and all of these are using their algorithms and whatever to select certain content and push it right now. But they can go and like are shielding themselves by saying, well, what we, we, uh, whatever, we're just a conduit. And so we can't, and, and I'm like, you know what? 
here's the reality. They're not. They are, they're not. They're and, not and this is, anymore. And this is and this is where I want to be very careful about these differences, right? Because if you if you change this internet rule to make providers responsible for all their contributors' content, you could kill all kinds of things that actually are good. You could kill Wikipedia. You could kill all kinds of you know things like Medium and hosting platforms where you can put blogs and all this kind of stuff. But the key is the algorithm. The key is. Are you exerting editorial control over who that's, sees what? That, and that's what I'm talking about because Wikipedia doesn't do that. Okay, because right. that's what I'm saying. You wouldn't kill Wikipedia because Wikipedia isn't doing an algorithm that's pushing content towards you. What I'm saying about the other platforms is if you're YouTube, Twitter, and all of these right now, you guys are curating and selecting stuff by creating an algorithm that's pushing shit and creating this putting this kind of content in front of people. And yeah. if you do that, then, by the way, you need to be held liable for what the fuck you're amplifying and pushing out. And it's yeah, already and, been shown over and over and over that what they're doing with this is one of the reasons why so much of this garbage content with shit like misinformation like this is, is going out and, and going and becoming it, so it, popular. It is, it is all about optimizing by engagement. That yes. that is it. Now, I, and I I frankly don't like you could optimize on other things. I don't think the you should just say you can't optimize on engagement. I think the formulation is correct that if you are acting as anything other than a dumb pipe, you're responsible. Yes. End of story. Like if you want to like YouTube could exist just fine as nothing but a search engine. Like search for things that have keywords, subscribe to people you want to subscribe to, but we're not going to suggest things for you. We're not going to push what's next. They can recommend them, but here's what, this is the onus that they would have to own. They would have to own that whatever the hell gets recommended, they vet and they're okay with what the hell they're pushing. Okay. Yeah. And stand behind it, which that's not what they're doing because what they're doing is, well, we built this algorithm. It just, yeah, it just recommends that shit and well we're not responsible if it pushes out you know fucking nazi yeah. videos to to like all these people or whatever no uh, you're, you're, and, right, you're I, right the the easiest way to avoid that is to just not do that but you're right if you are going to do that you need to take responsibility for what you push and but and there are not none of them are at this point right I mean, we have seen this before. We talked about this lady that was on, uh, you know, talking about the whole Instagram thing about how they see all this information that the content that Instagram is pushing to teenagers, they know is being very harmful to teenagers right now and what they're, it's creating and, but they're pushing it and amplifying it more and more. Yeah. Specifically in the case of that, it was like pushing people towards eating disorders, pushing people towards a bad body self-image. And right. you were getting lots of depressed teenagers coming out of that. And they've been able to tie some of this back to what they were watching and things like that. And, 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 uh, and they have the data that shows that that's what they're doing. And I'm sorry, they need to be held liable for doing that shit. If you were just, knowingly doing this, just like and Facebook you're not and others have been, it. Yeah, just like Facebook and others have been tied to political radicalization, and not just in the U.S. and MAGA stuff, but Around across the world. the world. Yeah. So I, I really think that you know, going back to this whole thing with with Spotify and 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 like Joe Rogan, look, we are at a situation right now where these companies are are doing this right now, and 
there are no legal protections and they are and they are being able to profit massively over this without taking any responsibility for what they're doing. And I really think that needs to change. Yeah. And will that I, mean that the content that you're looking at is quite a lot more restricted and filtered? Yes. And but but the in, reason for that is because these companies or unless you go specifically ooh. looking for it. Right. Right. And and the other thing, does this necessarily mean these companies may make less money? Probably. You it know, may I, well be. I mean, they might be able to find out other ways to make good money anyway, but like, I think the, the reason so many of these companies look the other way. And I mean, part of the leaks that came out of Facebook uh, a few months back said this explicitly, Facebook was presented with research internally showing that these algorithms, uh, were causing problems and showing that there were alternative models where they could get rid of those problems, but they would make less money. And right. so they look the other way and decide not to do that. Yeah, and, and you know what? Well, maybe they're going to make less money. Maybe. But they, they can't just continue to just do this and, and like, you know, Spotify right now just fucking like, you know, having Joe Rogan giving them this massive platform where they basically are like, eh, so what? It's it's just ridiculous. And, and by the way, that that one's not even like the algorithm question that you put out. They they specifically just outright are paying him to do that podcast because there are lots I mean, of it, listeners it, it, and they want it to sell no, out yeah. on it. I, I, I'm thinking like, you know, you imagine like back in the 1980s, if NBC, instead of having like, uh, what's his name? Uh, what was the anchor? Tom Brokaw is their anchor. They put a guy like Joe Rogan on the fucking nightly news. Mm-hmm. I mean, what the fuck? But hell, you know, we got Fox News with Tucker Carlson every fucking night at eight o'clock in primetime. So, yeah. And, and yeah, anyway. OK, uh, finally, let's let's wrap this up with SCOTUS. Uh, we have a, uh, you know, somebody leaving the Supreme Court and an opening. Well, I didn't think we had that much to say about it. OK, well, the guy, you know, he's not dead. I mean, we had been it, look, people have been clamoring for our RBG to have done this. Yes. Well, and they've been clamoring and for for this guy to do it too. Guy to do it, and, and he, he didn't did, want and, and to. He had been he saying no. He didn't. But I think I don't know. Something must have happened where he realized, "What the fuck am I doing? If I don't do this, I'm gonna, you know, I, I'm just, you know." Well, I guess the logic of it finally dawned upon him and said, "Yep, I got to do this." He he realizes there's a significant chance that the Democrats will lose the Senate in November. And if that happens and then something happens to him uh, after that, then, you know, we know McConnell is going to play the exact same game and not allow any oh, confirmations gonna, and nobody, you know, yep. and, and, and then if, uh, if, if Biden then loses, there may be another four years. So he's like, you know, if, if I, if I don't resign now, then I'm either going to die here or I'm going to have to wait many, many years before I have another opportunity to resign and uh, and have somebody follow me who I think will continue my legacy rather than try to undo it. Now, let's be clear. He is currently the oldest uh, member of the Supreme Court at this point. So, yeah, um, by I mean, a decent chunk, by a decent chunk. Yeah. Ten years. So, um, yeah, I mean. He needs to do this. I mean, there's just no way. I mean, 
You know, Republicans pick like, Jesus Christ. I mean, I cannot believe that fucking Clarence Thomas is only fucking 73 years old still, for God's sakes. I thought that bastard was a hell of a lot older. Yes. I, you know, I kept thinking he was older, too. Um, but no, no. I mean, holy not. shit. No. No, he's only 73. Jesus. Uh, and by the way, we should be clear. I, I, I didn't say the name because I was blanking on it. It's, it's Stephen Breyer who's leaving. It's Stephen Breyer, man. And, uh, and so, um, he finally gave into the pressure to do it. As we said, um, because he's a liberal leaving under a liberal president, there's no expectation that the balance of power will change. It's, it's still a six, three court, uh, you know, Biden has shown no inclination to try to push through any sort of port, uh, any sort of court packing scheme. So, you know, the, the balance of power isn't going to change. So this means, frankly, like if McConnell wanted to, he could be more cooperative on this one. He's not in a position to block it right now anyway. So he could he could uh, be more magnanimous about it. He could be like, ah, oh, yeah, whatever, you know, blah, uh, because it's not going to make a difference to the balance. Now, he's probably going to be an asshole anyway, but he could if he wanted to, like, make a de- gesture, he could do something along these lines. Um, and. And so now it's, you know, up to Biden to pick a replacement. Uh, He's said, he said during the campaign, and he reiterated this week that he intends to nominate a black woman to this spot. And there's a whole section of the conservative world who's like freaking out about, uh, you know, affirmative action and why are they picking like, you know, why shouldn't it be the best person regardless? And, you know, saying that that it's a black woman is ridiculous and we're putting like racial quotas on the Supreme court. And how does she feel? How was this woman going to feel about being knowing that she was picked only because of her identity and not because of her skills, et cetera. And these people are so full of shit. I'm sorry. You know, I'm sick and tired of this whole thing where people don't understand that, you know, Hey, if it, you know, you need to maintain what, whatever the court is needs to reflect who we are as a nation. And the fact is that the Supreme court right now has only three women mm-hmm. and, uh, one is, is Latino and the other two are white. And so therefore, uh, if you want a court of that that reflects that, then you need to pick people that reflect who the hell we are. Well, and also, I'm sorry, be- but it, 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 it's just that saying that your background brings no value to that is insane. It's just well, insane. It's just disingenuous. Also, I will add this whole notion that like, every human being out there has some sort of score as to how good a Supreme court justice they would be. And you want to they pick don't? the absolute highest person, the, the person wait, who's got your, the highest wait, score. What's, wait, what's your score? <laughs> you know, do like, we have a score? I mean, do I have a score? I didn't, why didn't you tell me about my score? Yes. Yes. The, the, the reality is there are probably a few hundred people maybe maybe up to a thousand max in this country who could reasonably say they have the qualifications needed to be a Supreme Court justice. Once you reach that bar, then the things that matter are not like some mythical who's more qualified than the other. At that point, it's about, you know, how well 
how well you match what the president wants out of it, how, you know, how, how, what your personality would be like with the other justices. Are you bringing in the experiences that the president wants? It, you know, it's not, it's not some magical, there is a single most qualified person out there. There is a judgment call between this, within this top tier. And, you know, the, the, the whole notion of, oh my God, you're, 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 I mean, one, one person on Twitter uh, posted something and then had to pull it back because the, you know, too many people complained about it. He used a word of like, you know, and you're going to pick a lesser black woman. You're assuming that she's lesser in some way because she's a black, black woman. No, basically that's what they're assuming. Yeah. That is what they're assuming. And that, that, that's that is what they're assuming. That, and that's obviously not true. You know, and, and certainly if we compare to like some of these other people, you know, there's a list of like 12, you know, people that are on the theoretically on the short list for Biden right now. And like almost all of them, you know, you can, you can put them up against Amy Coney Barrett and Brett Kavanaugh and, and they've got more solid experience than they do. You didn't see anybody. Well, you saw plenty of people complaining about those two. Let me not say you didn't see anybody complaining about those two, but you know they're not getting this this sort of automatic assumption that they suck because you know of whatever you know because they're a black woman. Uh, and and like the commentary out here, I, I've seen people commenting on some of these like as it's just amazing to see how many people in their response to this are just proudly showing their little racist flag, you know? Yep. The other thing I wanted to talk about was just plain speed. Uh, Schumer started saying, well, I guess it was leaking out around the edges. People were reporting that uh, the intention was to push this along at Amy Coney Barrett speed. Uh, Cause if you remember they they pushed that through. It was like record breaking. Thirty speed. days, yeah, yeah, thirty days. And I don't know if that was an all time record, but it was certainly a modern record for how fast a Supreme Court justice was put through. Um, and basically saying we we intend to go that speed once it gets to the Senate. Um, Joe Biden has said that he intends to make a decision before the end of February on on who he's going to nominate. Um, my main thing is the same as. We're still in the same situation we've been in for over a year now, which is with this 50-50 Senate, all it takes is one Democratic senator in a state with a Republican governor, you know, tripping and falling down the stairs the wrong way, and suddenly the Democrats are no longer in control of of the Senate. So I'm hoping they, he's going get, to get, get that done a lot faster than that. Yeah, so they, they need to be moving with alacrity. I'm like, yes. you know, yeah, move... You know, act like the Senate majority could end at any instant because it can. And, yeah. you know, we know what happened when Kennedy died, uh, you know, during uh, the Obama administration. Uh, the same kind of thing could happen here. Um, and so I Kennedy understand. Died. Kennedy died? What are you talking about? Senator Kennedy. Oh, Senator Kennedy. I was thinking of Supreme Court Justice Anthony Kennedy, who I I believe is is still alive. I'm like, wait, what? 
No, okay, no, never no, mind. No, 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 sorry, they, wrong we'll, candidate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, sorry, sorry. We're we, talking about SCOTUS all of a sudden. I had us. I'm like, wait. I'm like, well, we're also talking about the Senate and how it relates to that. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. But the, I'm sorry. We're talking about nominating, you know, anyway, never mind. Anyway, when, when Kennedy died, for those who don't remember, uh, the, the, the Senate no longer had a filibuster proof majority. And so therefore that really constrained them on what they were doing with ACA and pretty much stopped the Obama administration from doing anything else after that point. At this point, we've got the 50-50. We're already very constrained on what's possible and what's not, but you lose one more vote and McConnell's in charge again, you know, and all you need is, you know, the, the wrong Senator getting sick or dying or whatever and being forced to resign, whatever circumstance comes up could change the control of the Senate. They have to move everything they do with speed. Like I, I, you know, we've talked already about how long it took them to get done the various shit they actually got done last year um, with the infrastructure and everything else. Yeah, this this has to be a lot faster. They they have to just let's do it. Let's get it taken care of. You know, Joe Biden should not take a month to make up his mind. You know. He frankly, like he should have been preparing for. He should already know, you know. There's no need to wait a month, you know. If if they haven't already done the prep for this contingency, then shame on them, <laughs> you know. Um, I'm sure they so, got the list. I mean, you know, they, they they've got them. they've got they've got a like top six list. There's two or three names that are talked about a lot, um, you know, and 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 they've got a longer list. Um, but yeah, like I, it's it's always sort of. Uh, you know, mystified We're not on me. the list. We are not on the list. Uh, but, you know, it, it, this takes way longer than it should. Like, I, I know it's sort of uncouth to consider exactly who your nominee is going to be before there's an opening. But, my God, they should figure out who the nominee is going to be before there's an opening. They should have it ready, you know, and then announce it a couple days after the resignation or death happens. You know, it, there's no reason to... You know, anyway, anyway, so this, this is happening. Hopefully it'll happen pretty quickly. The balance of power on the court won't change because of this thing. Um, the only way that happens, uh, right now is, you know, if, if one of the conservatives unexpectedly goes, I mean, and like Scalia was out of the blue when that happened. And of course, McConnell blocked a replacement, but, um, yeah, you know, but yeah, unless we see that, um, uh, we're not changing the balance of the court. Uh, Biden's not packing the court, uh, but it does still make a difference in terms of getting a much younger person in there to solidify that spot on the court, at least for a while. Cause we've got sort of this now generational group of conservatives that are all pretty young, um, that are going to dominate the court for decades. And so you want to at least like lock in the, the few liberals that are left. Right. Um, but, uh, the, and the other thing I've seen a bunch of people talking about is this whole process, assuming nothing goes wrong with it, which everybody seems to think that they'll, you know, Biden will be able to you get through a nomination pretty easily, even if it ends up being 50, 50, and he might even be able to get a handful of Republicans, um, that this gives, the Democrats a very much needed win after having been battered the last few months by seemingly not being able to get anything done that they said they were going to get done. Which like we talked about before perception versus reality, 
you know, they have gotten some stuff done, but like all the news in recent weeks is how they've not done this and they've not done that. And they haven't been able to make a deal on this. And so this at least gives them something that if they do it quickly and they do it right, they can lock in a win. Well, I, I, I'm hoping that this will happen relatively quick. Um, I think uh, we need this done and make it a a solid pick and quickly, you know, shows a win. So. Yeah. Okay. I think that's it, Yvonne, unless you have something else domestic well, to throw into well, the Well, one more thing. One more. One more. Thing. Okay. One go, more go. thing. Yep. Let's talk about the economic growth. Oh, yes. Yes. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Go so, for it. So, so, so today... Uh, uh, you know, we had uh, uh, GDP growth information came in for for the for Q4, um, and it grew at five point five. This is inflation adjusted, by the way. Okay, five point five percent for 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 Q for fourth quarter two thousand twenty one, uh, and GDP grew grew at six point nine percent in twenty twenty one, and it, it th- let's be clear that number that the economy grew last year. Is the fastest the economy has grown since uh, the Ronald Reagan presidency, and that happened. Is, is that, that a long time, Yvonne? Is that a long time? It, it, you know, if it reveals how old we are, look, it's forty years ago, and I, and I remember Reagan being president. Okay, so yeah. what the fuck yeah. does that tell you? Okay, <laughs> and that was during Reagan's first term, not the second term, by the way. Right, I um, think it was nine. Yeah, it was nineteen eighty four. Right, you said. Uh, no, the year that the economy grew like that, I'm pretty sure it was 82, 83, I, around there. I thought now, it was 84, not but okay. Now, nah, that was the election year. It, it, there was a big, uh, 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 but, GDP, but that was mourning in uh, America, Yvonne. That was mourning in America. That's yes, the, well, the whole that, thing yeah, of his campaign right, uh, was the recovery. Yeah, it, it was definitely a big thing. Um, and so, uh, it, it uh, let's see, I, I, let me, let me go. And like, I'm pulling up the, the number, of of, of, of the growth here. Okay. I'm sorry. This I didn't a... mean to make you have to look it up. Oh, I'm sorry. But I go look at the exact year where it was. Yes. It, it, uh, uh, let's see. 82 was a recession. 80. No, you're right. It was 84. It was 84. Right. It, 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 the the deep recession was 1982, uh, and that was caused by a, a very steep increase in in interest rates. Then 83 had growth that was at about four and a half percent. 84 had the growth at seven. Okay, and then it cooled back down after that. Uh, but yeah, it, it was. And, al- and also, by I, the I way, it was just to be clear, just to be clear, our our current situation has to be an aberration as well. Like we are recovering from this huge pandemic downturn. And so there are a lot of things well, that uh, well, are and not it, necessarily and it's kind of like the same. Yeah. It, but, it, but it, it, a similar thing to what happened, uh, in, in 82, where we had what was the deepest recession we've ever had since, uh, since World War II, uh, since the the, the, the depression, the the big growth is compensating for the big dip immediately prior. Right. Um, and so, you know, I mean, it's, I guess the thing is that it's healthy growth. Definitely. Uh, we had more inflation and this is inflation adjusted. Um, if you looked at the number, uh, on inflation adjusted, it was just, woof. it was north of 10%. It was crazy. Uh, it, it was really nuts. 
uh, the number uh, unadjusted. Um, but look, I, I think the main thing is the the most important thing is that you hear all these people talking about uh, the bad. I've, I've, I'm because I'm starting to hear people, like I mentioned before. People that themselves go, yeah, I lost my job and I got a brand new one and I'm making more money than ever. And like this economy sucks. And you're like, wait, come, what? explain that again. You're making more money than ever, but you think the economy sucks? Well, I, and the mar the market's heading down in the last <clears throat> week or two as well, right? I mean, we had, so what's well, the, the disconnect market has that's been, happening here? Well, I think, look. Look, the market had been soaring nonstop. Look, <laughs> yes, at some ended, point, yeah. people were going to take some profits off the table. I mean, this just doesn't just keep soaring through the roof. There have been concerns about inflation, about interest rates. There have been concerns that we didn't know what the actual numbers were for last quarter because there have been some retail sales number for, de for December that looked weak. But now that we got the GDP number and we saw how strong it was, then we had some corporate earnings that came out from Q4 also were very strong. Uh, the tech companies had been getting beaten up because people are worried about, about their results because of supply chain and other stuff or whatever. Apple reported today, blowout earnings, you know, massive growth, best ever. Microsoft did the same thing again. The one that was in slow growth was Netflix. But if you think about it, I mean, Netflix had a lot of growth because of the damn pandemic and lockdowns and whatever people just watching TV. Unfortunately, their stock wasn't going to get a, a massive boost from like the economy, probably the opposite. The growth rate at Netflix has slowed down. And so right, right. Makes sense. I, 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 so so that made so that made sense, but people got spooked by it when Netflix announced the the their their bat numbers. But other numbers have come out. I mean, the futures for tomorrow after the Apple results are are, are way up, like right now for tomorrow uh, already. I mean, I see Apple is going to open tomorrow 5% up. Uh, you know, you're, you're looking at, uh, you know, other companies like across the board into tech space. Oh, Bitcoin is looking like it's going to go up about another 5% too tomorrow. Uh, so anyway. you're looking at Bitcoin futures? Yes. Yes. I'm looking at the futures. So, yeah. So you know, anyway, uh, it's just, um, they're, they're, I wasn't even going to mention how far down the cryptos have gone because there are all kinds of other things. Oh, the cryptos have gotten there. like so hammered. Yeah, it's like yeah, but, but at the same time, like and them going up is just as random as them going down. Like at least with the other stocks, you have some sort of connection to like yeah, how Apple's companies are doing. Tomorrow <laughs> up like 5% because they basically announced, oh yeah, we just, you know, we've got the supply chain under control. It, it, Don't worry. It's because I bought this Mac Mini. That's yes, it. yes, and, yes, and, yes, and, yes. And we and we got that uh, MacBook Pro for my wife. It's the two of us. We made those purchases, and I bought an iPhone. There, I got an go. iPhone. It, it's us. It's we it's are us. We, I mean, we are we are it. I mean, look. Every time I look at the numbers of what how much Apple sells in a, I mean, it's just so mind boggling. I mean, it's just the numbers. It's just I I I it's just. Anyway, anyway, the, the, bottom the, line, the point bottom is just line still is the that there were there, a lot of people keep talking about malaise and bad and whatever and all of this shit. And the truth is that the numbers of the economy are the best they have been in f almost 40 years. Uh, personal incomes are up. Corporate profits are up. So, I don't know. Poverty's down. 
So at some point, do people's perceptions of the economy start matching these numbers that you're throwing out? I think that it does help when the news comes out with the data and whatever. It does change the narrative. Almost every time that I've seen this, the narrative gets caught up, especially with the stock markets or whatever, where people don't know. And then when the actual when the actual numbers comes out, uh, you know, it, the narrative does catch up. So, and, and do, do you feel like the inflation spike at some point will sort of slow down enough so that people aren't freaking well, out? There's that so costs much more? debate about this. There is so much debate about this today. I'm, I'm looking at all these people. I am on the camp that I fully believe that the inflation pressure will ease. Okay. Uh, because just like we, you know, we were talking about how this is a spike that is out of proportion because of the massive decrease that happened. I totally believe that that's the same thing that's going to happen with inflation. I just don't see how okay. it's sustainable. Okay. Now, just to be clear, by the way, inflation going down doesn't necessarily mean prices go down unless we actually get mm -hmm. a deflationary scenario. It just no, means correct. the rate of increase decreases. So like, right. It just know, means, yeah. Well, in certain, well, I will say in certain, certain items, things will depends. go back down. Certain things will go back down. Usually, you know, the, 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 where, what prices are the ones that go back down really normally with, that are, is the commodities, which are food and energy. Okay. If supply chain gets straightened out uh, with, with a whole bunch of that stuff, okay, which I think, you know, as one of the things that's really hit uh, food supplies and other stuff is just so many people being sick. It, it, it just, Stop. it just, it, it, yes. And as the pandemic recedes, then the pressures on food production, all that stuff go back down. And so therefore supply becomes well, and, and, more consistent. And, th and, and this is exactly something that keeps coming up. I mean, we didn't have a pandemic segment this time around, but everything still ties back to that. Like, you know, Correct. there's one set of outcomes. If Omicron is the last big surge and things go down again and the world starts getting basically back to normal and blah, 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 lots of things are already right. back to normal, but like, it, but if, you know, the next variant comes out in a couple months and has and spreads like Omicron, but is a lot more deadly. And we have another big wave that is worse than this wave that changes everything. Well, look, there is one thing that is a silver lining to through this people that are vaccinated combined with like being infected with any of the variants that have been infected usually have been more resilient towards the next wave. The fact that Omicron yep. spreads so widely uh, hopefully it, it, it will in, and with vaccinations still increasing across the world, it means that it's, it's probabilities are that it, we get another wave that it won't be as bad. Yeah, I think that th that's what everybody counts on, right? That each wave right. is going to be less than the one before for and a that's variety of reasons. I mean, this is like epidemiologists is what they told us, you know, that yeah. that's the way it was going to be. Yeah. And they've I been mean, correct. And and th there are also epidemiologists saying that's not guaranteed, though. There are other ways that it could play out. But that's certainly what you hope for. But all mm. I'm saying is that, like, so much of what we're talking about, the economy, about politics, about everything else, is tied directly to what ends up happening with the pandemic. The things start getting better quickly, then, you know, the Democrats' prospects go up. 
you know, hell, it could even save Boris Johnson, you know, if it goes up, if it gets better fast enough. Right. You know, um, if, if the pandemic keeps getting better and better and better, the economy is going to react and be excited and happy and blah, blah, blah. If things turn South, then exactly the opposite in politics, in a, in the economic side of things, in everything. And so it's enough of an effect that it's just in, you know, that's the big unknown on everything. Like what happens there is going to influence everything else. Right. Okay. Okay. And that's it. And now we're, at, now we're going to end. Yes. Okay. So, um, I, 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 th- I think we can skip again, uh, the, what happened on the we, Slack this week, we right? Can skip. Yeah. We can skip. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So for everything else, if you want to know about us and know about us, I don't know. You don't, do you care? Anyway, um, you go to, go to our website, curmudgeons-corner.com. Uh, there you can find our archives. You can find how to email us or all our contact stuff, email, Twitter, Facebook, all of that kind of stuff. If you want to help support the show, you can go to our Patreon is all, you know, Patreon is also linked from there. Uh, and you know, donate a little money to us. Uh, we will use it for good things. If you donate $2 a month or more at the Patreon, or you just contact us in any of the other ways and ask nicely, we will invite you to our Commodians Corner Slack, where Yvonne and I and, and some others are chatting throughout the week, sharing links, talking about the news, and all of that kind of thing, uh, which we will skip talking to you about in detail. You'll have to join the Slack to find out what we've been talking about this week. And, and of course... On the Patreon, at other levels, we'll give you other things. You can get a mug and stuff. It's it's a cool mug. You should get a mug. Anyway, that's it. Hey, everybody, stay safe. Have a great week. And I guess uh, we'll talk to you next time, okay? Um, yes. Yeah. N- not, now it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye. Wait. Bye-bye. Wait. No. no. I let you back in here. No. No. I let you back in here. And you start... No, stop. Okay, let's do this again. No, no, no. I said you could come back here under condition of complete silence. Your computer stuff has been making noise, which I've been ignoring. You've been coughing, which I've been ignoring. You've been sniffling with that I've been ignoring. Let us say goodbye. No. Stop. No, no. I texted you specifically that complete silence. Okay, and so I guess it's time to... Well, I hit the microphone. Okay, I guess it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye-bye.